0: You might be at a point where you feel like giving up, something isn't working, or maybe many things aren't working, but you can't figure out why this is not working for you. Or maybe you have an idea of what's going on, but you have no idea how to solve the issue. Whatever your struggle is, in this episode, I'm going to help you identify three signs your business is failing and how to fix it. This will help you be able to move forward in confidence this year. Welcome to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. I'm your host, Precious Henshaw, and I've been in e-commerce for over a decade. I started my first creative business in 2012 on Etsy as an 18-year-old college student, but never really had the time to grow my business to where I wanted it to be until now. I'm scaling up from freelance creative work to earning a full-time sustainable income online, and I'm sharing tips, tricks, and strategies with you that I've learned along the way, that are helping me get closer to my full-time goals. Follow me as I talk entrepreneurship, successes and struggles, and the strategies I'm using to build a business that supports my lifestyle so that you too can achieve your wildest dreams. I can't wait to take you on this journey with me. Let's begin. Hey friend, thanks for tuning in to the Freelance to Full-Time podcast. Growing a business is not easy, and right now you might be struggling with a lack of sales, a lack of profits, or a lack of time to work on your business. You might be at a point where you feel like giving up, something isn't working, or maybe many things aren't working, but you can't figure out why this is not working for you. Or maybe you have an idea of what's going on, but you have no idea how to solve the issue. Whatever your struggle is, in this episode, I'm going to help you identify three signs your business is failing and how to fix it. This will help you be able to move forward in confidence this year. But before I get into this episode, if you have found this podcast helpful and inspiring in your journey... If you learned something new or I gave you an idea that helped you in your business, could you kindly take a few seconds to leave a review on Spotify Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, or leave a like and a comment on YouTube or TikTok if that's where you're watching. This tells the platform that you find my podcast valuable and it helps my podcast rank higher so that more creatives like you can find it. I really appreciate it and I love to shout out the people who leave comments and reviews and I can't wait to shout you out when I read yours. I love this comment from one of my listeners after he listened to episode 17 on how to raise your art prices. Here's what it says. After watching this, so many things clicked in my mind. I could feel the wheel start turning. It seems like some of the things you're saying might be obvious to some, but I only can see it now that you've shown me. Thank you. I love that so much. Thank you. And I'm so glad I could help expand your knowledge to a place where it's never been before. Thanks for listening. And there are many more episodes in the works that will continue to make things click for you. So the first and probably the most common reason why your business is failing and why many businesses fail is because of cash flow problems. This means that for what you're investing into your business, you're not getting enough money out of it to continue sustaining it. You're losing money in your business and you're struggling to make enough revenue to cover your costs. If this sounds like you, let's get into the possible reasons why you cannot make enough sales to cover your costs. When it comes to making sales, you have to know how much traffic you're getting to your store and how much of that traffic is converting into sales you can get this data from your store analytics this will help you determine a few things how much traffic is coming in how many views your listings are getting how many clicks your listings get after being viewed and how many of those clicks actually lead to sales this is essentially how a sales funnel works and a lack of conversion on each stage of this funnel indicates a specific problem that's how you'll know what's going on and how to solve it the way a sales funnel works is you get traffic to your store and a percentage of that traffic will click on your listing then a percentage of the people who clicked on your listing will add it to their cart then a percentage of people who added your listing to their cart will buy the further along someone is in your sales funnel aka the closer they get to checkout the more likely they are to make the purchase but also there are far fewer people who will make it to checkout than who view your store in the first place. This will always be the case. So if you have a low amount of traffic coming into your store then you won't have many sales coming in either. If you get a thousand people visiting your storefront every day where they can see all your listings or a thousand people who see your ad being displayed and the average click-through rate, that is the rate they will click on your listing rather than continuing to scroll or leaving your storefront to go somewhere else, if the average click through rate is 2%, that means only 20 people are clicking on your listing. And of those 20 people who click on your listing, if the average add to cart conversion rate is 8%, that means only 1 or 2 people will add it to their cart. Notice that the rate of conversion has now increased from 2% to 8%, aka the closer someone gets to checkout the more likely they are to buy. The average checkout rate is close to 50%, so of those two people who add the listing to their cart, hopefully one will buy. And depending on what you're selling, one sale a day might not be nearly enough. It definitely isn't for me. So can you see why getting traffic is so important? If you're not even getting a 1,000 store views a day, it's no wonder you're not able to make any sales because by the time you get to the end of the sales funnel where they check out, There's no one left to check out. So the way you increase your store traffic, which I talk more about in episodes 28 and 86, is by working on your search engine optimization by using highly targeted keywords your customers are searching for in your listing title and description so that your listing actually shows up for them in search. And of course, in order to know what your customers need and are searching for, you have to know who your ideal customer is which I talk more about in episode 40 and you increase traffic by increasing your marketing efforts, getting more people to be aware of your brand and what you sell. You can market through social media for free, creating content for your ideal customer that lets them know what you sell and why they need it, sharing testimonials from past customers to create social proof, sharing valuable tips to help them understand and use your product, And finally, putting a call to action to visit your store in your captions. You can build an email list of all your past customers and market to them in the same way I just described using an email service provider. And you can pay for ads or influencers to promote your products for you. It isn't always as simple as just getting more traffic, though, even if it's highly targeted traffic. And there are ways to figure out if there's an issue within the funnel itself That has less to do with the traffic you get at the top of the funnel. If you do get significant traffic to your store but you're still not seeing sales come out of it, then you have to look at each stage of the funnel and what's happening with the customer. Let's say you get 10,000 views or impressions a day on your store but your click-through rate on your listings is only 0.3%. That means 10,000 people are seeing your storefront or seeing your listing in an ad, but only 30 people are clicking. That indicates that they are seeing your store or looking at your ad, and most of them are continuing to scroll and shop elsewhere. They're not clicking through to see your listing. Something about your listing is not attracting them. Could it be your listing photos? Are they high quality? How do they look in the marketplace when displayed among other sellers? It could also be your listing title. Is the title an accurate description of what you're selling? Does it contain keywords that your ideal customer is searching for? It could be the price. Most likely it's because the price is too high and they're seeing lower prices from other sellers and are going to them instead. So, while your prices do need to cover your expenses, you also have to be able to price competitively. These are variables that you have to experiment with one at a time. Play with the listing photos and see what happens over the next few weeks. Write a more descriptive title that tells the customer exactly what they're getting and see what happens and adjust the price and see if you get an increase in your click-through rate. If you get more clicks after changing something, then you know what the issue was. Now let's say you're getting good traffic and good click-throughs on your listings, but still not many sales. This means that customers are finding you and they're attracted enough to your listing photo, title, and price to click through, but they're getting stuck within the listing. Something's causing them to not add it to their cart. Maybe it's that you don't have enough listing photos. Make sure that they can see your product at different angles and in use. So for artwork, make sure that they can see it at all angles, hanging on a wall or even on a t-shirt. It could also be the description of the listing. It might be unclear to the customer. Are you answering all of the potential questions a customer has? Do they know the dimensions of the item? How heavy it is for a physical item? Do they know how long it will take to ship to them? Does the item need to be insured? Are they aware of your refund policy? You have to know your ideal customer so well that you're answering all of their questions in the description so that it becomes a no-brainer decision for them to buy from you. Pay attention to the questions you get the most from potential customers and add these to your description, since other people likely have the same questions. It could also be a navigation issue. Is your add to cart button easy to find? Is your store mobile friendly? Most people are shopping from their phones nowadays. Once you optimize these, you'll likely see an increase in orders because nearly 50% of people who add a listing to their cart after clicking the listing are going to buy it. Your cash flow issues might also be related to how much money you're spending on materials. In episode 93, I talk about how to improve your profits by reducing your material costs. Buying supplies that cost less, buying in bulk, and buying wholesale are all ways to reduce your material costs and get more profits out of every sale, which helps alleviate cash flow issues. But maybe after putting an effort in marketing your work and optimizing your listings, you're still not seeing enough traffic. This brings me to the second sign your business is failing which is due to a lack of flexibility. If you've done what you can to optimize your store in the ways I described earlier, but you haven't seen much of an increase in traffic, it could be that what you're trying to sell isn't in demand. A lot of people, especially creatives, think that just because they make something, there must be someone out there who wants to buy their creation, but that isn't always the case, and if it is, It could be that there are not enough people who want to buy it. That means there's a lack of demand. The law of supply and demand states that prices are determined by the relationship between supply and demand. If the supply of a good or service outweighs the demand for it, prices will fall. If demand exceeds supply, prices will rise. You're supplying something that isn't in high enough demand, and even if you do manage to sell it, you likely won't be making ends meet because you'll only be able to sell it at a low price. Demand from the market is what drives sales, and you can't force demand from someone. If they don't want it, they don't want it. And that might feel like a bruise to the ego until you realize that money is made by meeting your customers' demands. You should be selling things people actually want and need, not things that you want to sell. That's really the bottom line. You are not your market. It might feel discouraging, especially if you formed your whole identity around creating whatever you create. Maybe it's artwork for you, but the truth will set you free. You want so badly to be an artist and a painter, but in reality, your market isn't buying your style of paintings. So what are you going to do? I'll tell you what I would do. I would accept reality and start doing research to see what's actually selling. I would do a search for art or whatever I'm creating on Etsy, Google, and Amazon. What is trending right now and what are customers actually pulling out their wallets for? Once I find out, I would start selling work similar to that. When you're selling things a customer actually wants and not just something you want to sell, you will see more orders come through because you are actively thinking about your customer and their needs. That's being thoughtful and flexible and being able to pivot your business, which is an entrepreneur's superpower. And once you start getting to know your ideal customer better, you'll be able to discover even more things to sell that appeal to them. So if you're seeing that your work isn't getting traffic, no one is visiting your store when you ask them to through a call to action, you're not getting clicks on your listings after optimizing them to be the best they can be, then that's telling you that there's a lack of demand for what you're selling. And to start getting the orders you want, you have to meet the demand of customers by selling things they want. And you can see what a majority of customers want to buy and seeing the top best sellers on any sales platform like Etsy and Amazon. Remember also that it's not just about selling what other people are selling. You have to also put your own unique spin on it so that you stand out from the competition. You have to be innovative, trying things that others are not, while still keeping in mind what your customer's needs are. The third reason your business is failing is inadequate management. Inadequate management of time, resources, tasks. Are you working on your business late into the night or the weekend? Do you feel like you're falling behind and always playing catch up? That indicates a lack of time management. Do you barely have any time to do anything else? Are you always swamped with work and always at the brink of burnout if you haven't hit burnout already? That indicates inadequate management of tasks. Are you seeing a lack of business growth? Is your revenue plateauing? Are you unable to make more than you do right now and you don't know why? That indicates inadequate management of resources. So first, lack of time management. In episode 2, I talk about how I doubled my sales by using 6 time management hacks. In episode 78, I talk about how I batch my tasks so that I stay up to 3 months ahead on everything, including social media content and upcoming products for my store. I basically set up a calendar of tasks that I need to do for my business, and I block out specific time periods to work on each of those tasks. I work for an hour or two on that specific task without switching to anything else until I get as far with that task as possible. Then for another hour or two block, I work on a different task until I get as far with that as possible and that helps me increase my productivity. Switching back and forth between tasks and multitasking. Is not effective and it actually slows you down and wastes time. When I'm able to stay caught up on work by using the batching method, this allows me to plan for my store and my marketing strategy well ahead of time. For example, I'm able to plan for peak sales seasons two months ahead by batching my work. Let's say that I want to plan for St. Patrick's Day in March. In January, I know that I need to send my design ideas to my graphic designer who takes about a week to finish 20 new designs. Then, a week later, I have all of those designs uploaded to my store. People buy for holidays early, so having those designs out months ahead will help me get more traffic to my listings than I would if I was not prepared. But the only way I can do this is by batching the month before January in December so that my Valentine's Day designs for February are already finished. So it might take some time to get into the rhythm of it, but once you do, you'll be able to be 10 steps ahead of everyone else who's not implementing these time management strategies. When it comes to the management of your tasks, there's a point where you're gonna realize that you can't do everything yourself. That's when you'll need to hire help to split your tasks with so that you can eliminate burnout and increase productivity, which also increases sales as long as what you sell is in demand. You'll be getting your money's worth by hiring an assistant, especially if you have a lot of orders that you cannot handle all by yourself with all of the other things you have to manage in your business. I talk about how I hired my first assistant in episode 18, and I actually have an upcoming interview with one of my listeners on how hiring help in his business helped him save time and find new customers and get more orders coming his way. When it comes to managing resources, if you're seeing profits come out of your business, but you're not investing it into growing and scaling, then you'll never get past the revenue that you're at right now. And if you do stay at that plateau and your costs of materials rise due to inflation, then you actually reduce your profit margin and you could easily go out of business. So you have to always be thinking about ways to make more money than you do right now. Not out of greed, but out of survival. So how does one invest into scaling and growing your business further than it is right now? Of course, you can invest in hiring help in your business and you do that slowly, one person at a time, to share your tasks with. You can invest in different platforms that help you save time and make your business more efficient. For example, I use Mailchimp, which is an email management software that helps you automate emails. So I plan out my marketing emails ahead of time and I use Mailchimp to schedule my emails to go out at a certain time to my customers. You can also invest in courses that can help you learn more about business. You simply don't know what you don't know and you can't operate using limited knowledge in your business or you'll stay limited. You always have to be a student and be willing to learn more to get further. You can also invest in a business consultant that can help you diagnose issues in your business, kind of like what I did in this whole episode, but specifically tailored to your needs. One of my listeners hired me as a business consultant to help him get started with selling his art prints digitally, and I told him the number one platform that he needed to be on in order to see the most success the most quickly, and I told him what strategies to avoid so that he could save money and time in his business. For more on how to know if you're ready for business consultant and how to get in touch with me for a consultation, listen to episode 88 so there you have three signs your business is failing and how to fix it one you have cash flow issues either because you're not getting enough traffic to your store or there's a conversion issue in your sales funnel which means you're not getting enough orders or you need to somehow reduce your material costs to increase your profit margins two there's a lack of demand for whatever you're trying to sell and you need to start researching the market and studying trends to discover what your customers actually want to buy and start selling that instead. And 3. You are not managing your business adequately in the areas of time management and using resources that help your business grow and become more efficient, which also includes hiring help so that you can delegate your tasks and expand past your current revenue. Which one of these can you identify as an issue in your business that you're going to get started fixing? Let me know in the comments below or take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on Instagram at Freelance to Full Time. And until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Freelance to Full Time podcast. If you found this episode helpful, leave a like and a comment below. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening to the audio, take a screenshot and share your thoughts with me on my Instagram at Freelance to Full Time. Also, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. This helps my podcast ring higher and helps me reach more creatives with big goals and dreams just like you and me. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Until next time, friend. Take care.